people always ask, how do you feel about close friends of the opposite sex when you're in a relationship? <laughs> how do you feel about that? So... I'm I'm very skeptical. Mm, Very skeptical. And when I say Mm. very skeptical, it depends on the dynamic. Because I have a lot of close friends, a lot of close female friends. But we don't speak every single day. We don't hang out all the time. Like it's genuinely like a brother-sister type relationship. It's all love. If I had a girlfriend or I had somebody in my life, they would meet them. Like and it'd be a very transparent situation. But you got people who have these opposite sex friends and they want to keep them away from their partner. Mm. That's red flag number one. Okay. All right. Like if that's your friend, they got to be my friend too. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying my friend, like we got to hang out and talk on the phone, but you better be able to walk in my house and show me respect, say hello, dap me up, whatever. Like there has to be some kind of rapport there. If there's not, then yes, I do believe that there's something going on there. Why are you hiding this person from your partner? That is an issue. There is Mm. something wrong there. So I think, again, it depends on the dynamic. Also, how often do you speak to this person and interact with them? Like, I think it's very dangerous to where we want to, when we hold on so dearly to our friends as our best friends, we neglect making our partner our best friend. And when we lack that with our partner, we hurt the relationship. Mm -hmm. So the partner has to be best friend number one, Mm -hmm. all right? Doesn't mean you can't have other good friends, best friends or whatever, but there has to be a best friend number one. And I guarantee you, if your partner's your best friend, you will naturally gravitate more to them than your friends. But what people are doing is they're using their friends as buffers. Mm. And what I mean by that is you in this BS relationship with someone that you don't have a genuine connection with, but you tolerate it because you get what you need from your friends. Your best friends fulfill you emotionally to where you can deal with your BS relationship. You're using them as a cover up. You may not be maliciously consciously doing that, but subconsciously that is what's happening because I guarantee you remove those friends, you will not last in your relationship another few days. Mm. Because mm. now their weaknesses... Stephen speaks! Well, he spoke up on that one, didn't he? Lord have mercy! The Voice of Reason, live from KBLA Talk 1580. Your brother Zoe Williams back in here with another slapper. Now, I walked into the cigar lounge today. I didn't know what I wanted to talk about. And I asked my brother Dana, I said, Dana, what we talking about tonight? And the way he worded this, it just blew me. I said, Lord, let me go on and sit down and cultivate this. He said, can my woman's close friends be my close friends as well? (laughs) I said, ooh, I said, let me go sit down. Let me go sit down. Can my woman's close friends be my close friends as well? Oh, Lord. 1-800-920-1580. Get in here. I want to hear your opinion. You already know the Voice of Reason is a national discussion where we sit down and chop up these intricate topics, man. Very nuanced topics. But this is a good one. Can my woman or my man's friends be my close friends? So make sure, Andy, we put, if I were your girlfriend on the playlist, 
Make sure we put that Bismarck E. You say he just a friend on the playlist. Because I forgot those two records. I have questions. What guidelines should be followed when it comes to establishing and maintaining friendships uh, with the close friends of one significant other? Let me stop right here. Because Stephen Speaks said something quite profound. Using your circle of friends as a buffer. Because you really don't like the relationship. You really don't want the relationship. So you're getting everything you need from your circle of friends. And you're tolerating your relationship. That was a very interesting take. Because there's a word in the first question that's going to cause a red flag to pop up if you see some type of aversion to it. And that word is guidelines. What guidelines should be followed when it comes to establishing and maintaining friendships with the close friends of one significant other? I'll tell you, people don't like the word guidelines. That's following rules. People want to do what they want to do. They don't want to answer to nobody. They don't want to feel encumbered. They don't want to feel locked in, locked down. They don't want to feel like they got to report to their partner. They don't want to open up that side. But is that wrong? Should you have a circle of friends that, you know, might be off limits to your partner? And is that a bad thing? 1-800-9-20-15-80. I want to hear it. It's bad in the context that Stephen Speaks put it in. For sure. For sure. If you're doing that as a relational supplement, a relational vitamin, to get everything you're not getting from what's supposed to be your best friend, then it's wrong. But if your woman or your man is, in fact, your go-to person, your person, your best friend, then should they have to know all your friends? 1-800-920-1580. I, I, I want to hear what you got to say. Is it acceptable for my husband slash wife to form and nurture friendships with individuals of the opposite sex who just so happen to be my close friends. <laughs> Andy, you with it? <laughs> Is it okay if your woman got cool with me? <laughs> Talk to me, brother. <sighs> hey, y'all can be cool as long as I'm around. Disease, you hey. That's it. If y'all over here having conversations, Giggling when and I'm sniggling. Not, you know what I'm saying? Unless y'all talking about uh, uh, having a surprise birthday party for me. You feel me? That's just a little bit too much. I understand it, man. <laughs> I understand it. one 800 Get to your phone lines. I want to talk to you about tonight's topic. Is it acceptable for my wife slash husband to cultivate meaningful relationships with individuals of the opposite sex who just so happen to be close friends of mine? How do you define the boundaries of friendship with the opposite sex within an intimate relationship? I want to know. I want to know how you define it, right? 
What are the potential benefits and drawbacks of establishing and maintaining friendships with close friends of your significant other? Are there benefits for those to those types of friendships? Clearly they might be. I want to know what you think. What are the potential benefits? I, I want to know. I want to know the drawbacks. I want to know. How can you navigate the potential challenges that may arise when your partner forms friendships with individuals of the opposite gender who are also your close friends? Do you want all your friends? Because some of my friends, I got tears of friends. I got the ones that are day ones, and then I got friends that are friends, but more like associates. Then I got day ones that are real close to me, but I wouldn't want that type of person to be cool with my woman. Because I know what they are. I know what they do. I know how they get down. It might be a type of person that I wouldn't want her to know. What do you think? 1-800-920-1580. I want to know your thoughts. What factors should be considered when determining the acceptability of your husband forming and nurturing friendships with individuals of the opposite sex who are your close friends, sister? See, I think sisters have a little circle of friends that are really their counsel. I call them a coven, right? They be on the outside of your relationship with all types of perspectives and opinions about your man. And sometimes women get a little lost in their friend circle and, you know, they, they see them as, oh, this, this is my support team, my support group. But a lot of those women be envious of you. You may have something that they want. You may have something that they think you don't deserve. And like men, let me tell you something, the difference between men, and this is what I've learned about men. And I, listen, I don't circle the wagon around bums. Meaning, if, if you mistreat your woman, if you disrespectful to your woman, if you not taking care of your kids, brother, right? If you not an honorable, respectful man that can pull me to the side when I fall off, because we all human. If you're not an accountable brother, we tend to not, the crew I'm with, we tend to not associate with those kind of brothers. If you hollering, at another man's woman, they might even be broken up. If you hollering at another man's woman, the men I'm around, we look at that dude sideways. Like, mm, we tend to distance ourselves. Ladies, what do y'all do? I'm not saying lady. I, I want to know. I'm not a woman. Ladies, what do y'all do? When y'all got a goofy woman in your circle... Do you take her advice? Do you keep her in the circle? Andy, what are your thoughts? I just want to add another element to it. Friends on social media. Friends on Questionable. Right. And then number two, even if you're an ex, I'm still not talking to you. That's the generation we come from. Right. 
I'm not talking. So I'm not talking to your ex. No. I'm not doing that. That's still yours, in my opinion, even though you were long gone from each other. That's just what it is. We, but it's a different generation. Nowadays, you can introduce a friend or an acquaintance to your woman, and he's sizing her up. He's looking for angles. He's trying, he trying to see the chinks in the armor. Chinks in your armor, chinks in her armor, the whole nine yards. It's a different thing. How can open and honest communication contribute to a healthy understanding and acceptance of of your wife, this is crazy, cultivating meaningful friendships with individuals of the opposite gender who are also your close friends. Can your woman have male friends? I want to know. Is it okay if your woman has friends of the opposite sex? I want to know. Like, like, this my boy. We tight. We rock with each other since whoop-de-whoop. We go back to the sandbox. Andy? Another layer. <laughs> Doesn't make it cool if they're gay. That's another layer. I think most heterosexual men are okay. If, they're, if they girl got a bunch of gay uh, men friend, we not tripping. The average man going to see another heterosexual man as competition. What you mean you my woman's friend? What? I'm hey, you might say it's archaic. You might say I'm a Neanderthal, but you, you, he's heterosexual. And y'all cool? Oh, me and Rufus about to go over to Phillips and pick up some barbecue. No, you're not. No. But does that speak to one of the issues of monogamy and one of the issues of monogamy is implied ownership girl you belongs to me i bet not see nothing nefarious when i come forward the voice of reason shall continue this bonfire i think this question has been like an age old question it's a very age old question the question is Basically, we're talking about this is friendships part two. Basically, this is friendships part two, but as it pertains to like being in a relationship with somebody, what does that look like if you have friends of the opposite sex or want to have friends of the opposite sex? Can can you have... a man and a woman be friends platonically? I was telling her I was watching this podcast. This girl was on Famous Girl. I don't know exactly know who she is, but she was on this particular podcast. And they asked her the same question. She's like, yeah, one of my best friends, he's a guy. And, and they were like, if, he, if you texted your guy friend right now and said, I'm horny, let's have sex. Come through. He would say yes. And she's like, no, no, he wouldn't. Yes, like, no. he would. And to make a long story short, essentially he said yes. He didn't say no. <laughs> He, yeah, he okay. did not say no. He's not going to say no. He's a heterosexual man. If she comes to him and says, you know what? I am really heated with my husband or with my man. And you know what? This, I'm not doing it out of spite. I felt the chemistry between you and I. I just need to be held. Can you? 
Can you come through and hold me, brother? Do you know soon as you said the first sentence out your mouth, he got these tying his shoes. Yes, I'll be over in a moment. You want me to stop and get some, something to eat? He ain't even going to ask to get something to eat. He going to be there. Let's tell the truth and shame the devil this evening. Are y'all ready for tonight's topic? I know I am. Sarah from Los Angeles is in the building. Get in here. Oh, hi. (laughs) Now, Sarah, no no profanity. I know again, Lord, Lord. All right, now. What are your thoughts on tonight's topic? Okay. Um, I have two different perspectives. Okay, so first of all, if we're talking about... If a person uh, is married, because first of all, you shouldn't have no new friends. No I new have friends. No new more friends. <laughs> no new. I don't friends. have. No, you don't have. He got. Ain't nobody. Gonna, all the friends we got, they are vetted before I said I do. Because if I had any questions, I should be married. You know what? Mm. Okay, but at the same token, sometimes there are people that end up in toxic situations, and the person you actually supposed to be with just so happens to be one of their friends. It happens like that, but there's few and far between. But on the main topic on tonight, I say no new friends. No new friends. So NNL. So so Sarah, if you married, Uh can your husband Uh not only have be friends with your girlfriends, can your husband be friends with your girlfriends? The, the ones, your the inner ones that circle. I allow him to. I'm the saying, allow. ooh, talk to me, Sarah. Are there some that you don't allow, and why are they in your circle? Because there's the first of all, there's different levels of circle. Mm. There's there's close friends and stuff like that. They kick it at the house. You can come over. I have some friends. I love them. I love them. But if you can't even come over here. Like we out, we outside friends. We outside friends. Be, we not inside you, friends. <laughs> my inside friends, you cool to hang with them all the time. But them outside friends, baby, I shouldn't see you talking to them too long. You shouldn't talk to them by yourself. We talking to them. No, you know what's interesting? I once dated a girl who didn't like me even talking to the females in her family. The women in her family. She, she, if they came to talk, hey, Zoe, how you, she'd be like, that's enough. She would, she would not allow them to spend any quality time with me. What's that about? And no, there is a reason behind that. Well, hold tight. You just wait one second. When we come forward, we going back to Los Angeles to finish talking to Sarah. What can I do to get my husband and my best guy friend to get along? You don't. You don't have friends of the opposite gender. You have one friend, which is your husband. Your husband sees this guy's competition, and he is competition, emotionally, physically, everything. What can I do to get my husband? No, he came in aggressive. I need to hear him one more time. He came in very aggressive, and he had some good points for old school men. So I want to hear it again. I don't to get my husband and my best guy friend to get along. You don't. You don't have friends of the opposite gender. You have one friend, which is your husband. Your husband sees this guy's competition, and he is competition, emotionally, physically, everything. Wow. You don't get a friend. I'm your friend. 
You can have girlfriends. You can have gay guy friends. But you can't have what I am as a friend. Do you agree or disagree? Can your woman have male friends that so happen to be your friends? Andy? Before we get to Sarah, I think I should ask this question like this. What what about the friends that she had prior to you? Vice and vice versa. They get a severance pack. <laughs> <laughs> so what happens is we have a little sit down. She say, this my dude. Hey, it's all good. How you doing, partner? You know, you got a woman? You know, I'm I'm still trying to find one, man. You know, okay, cool. So so check this out. <laughs> We're going to give you two weeks pay. <laughs> and you get to talk to her once a quarter. And only on the phone or maybe text message. But the meeting up and the hanging outs and the kicking it and nah. Nah, partner. You get a severance package. Your services are no longer required. Sarah, get in here. <laughs> I'm right here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What are your thoughts, Sarah? <laughs> well, see, this is what I wanted to know. Because first of all, if it's coming from a place that of uh, not of insecurity, I think it's a place of boundaries. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, mm-hmm. so perfect example, I introduced my very best friend in high school, uh, Walter, to his wife that he's married to to this day right now. I knew she was a little insecure and stuff like that, but she had no reason to be insecure because very, very pretty girl. Now, I'm not saying I'm ugly, but, you know, beauty, American beauty standards, she was on point. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But she just was very, like, very extremely insecure. So I backed off. I, he, we were going, we had already made a pact that we was going to prom together. But she had got she to the point that she had she wasn't going to school she wasn't eating she uh, got depressed saying that she didn't understand why he didn't want to take her to prom and stuff like that so I backed off being a friend anybody that is your real friend if they realize that they are causing strife in your life or causing division for the for the love that they have for you they will back off I love and it's it. okay I love it Sarah guess what you just did what I do. You just brought Los Angeles in the building. If you want to bring your city in the building, you know what the plan is. The plan is call me. 1-800-920-1580. I want you to get on the phone lines. I want to hear your perspective. I want to know what you think about tonight's topic. This is very heavy. This is very heavy. Can my woman's close friends also be my close friends? Or is that taboo is that not right hey let's get sean from oakland california in the building sean what are your thoughts hey brother well you know the first thing that came to my mind on this subject is orange juice jones and the rain i saw you and And him him. (laughs) walking in the rain but you know you know, and I love that song, by the way. It's the most hilarious lyrics if you get to the, you know, I'm not going to do the whole rap. But I I, I, I definitely want people to listen to that because it it's like, yeah, you got to listen to the way I grew up at my age, old school. You know, that's some good stuff right there. But, you know, uh, great call from Sarah. I'm saying 
you know, my thing is, you know, hey, I keep everyone close to my vest. I keep everybody involved in my circle, I keep close. I keep very close. Now, I anyone discriminating, racist or sexist, they or go. any of that discrimination, they got, they're out. But look, my better half, look, we have this arrangement thingy. You know, it's like, this is why we've been together so long. And it's not, uh, you could say trust, you can call it whatever. Look, I could do anything she could do, and she could do anything I could do, right? So if I know guys salivate and get out there, she's in the world out there with professional people and all that, and they're trying to tap it, right? So the whole thing is there's no tapping. There's no sexual stuff. Those are the boundaries. Right. But other than that, she can do whatever she wants to manipulate that. Maybe there's a business thing involved. Right. You ain't getting it like uh, it was in vogue. Never going to get it. Never going to. You know, that kind of thing. That's how it goes. And I'm cool. I'm cool. Keep the circle. My circle is, yes, I want her friends close to me, too. By the way, they love me. And I'm not going to try to tap it. But uh, what I'm saying is I keep them close and we're good friends and we have a good relationship. And my better half has really good relationships with men. Some of them, my friends, it's all good. There's just those boundaries. And, 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 you know, that's the, uh, it's not easy, but you know, that's the way you let it roll. Great point. Great point, Sean. Guess what you just did. Brother, I bring Oakland into the building every single time I can call you. Yes, sir. Oakland's in the house. You want to bring your city in the building. Hey, hey, hey. Just get to the phone lines, 1-800-920-1580. Let me just say, uh, these are some very interesting points. Um, I do believe there's a bit of insecurity when there's this territorialism uh, and ownership, right? I do believe that there's a bit of insecurity. If you're secure uh, and self-aware and strong within yourself, your woman is going to love you. And please understand something about this, man. I'm not saying women don't cheat on strong men. What I'm saying is it's going to be a little harder, harder for her to do so because you're locked into the truth of who you are. If you're a facade, she will cheat. If you're weak, she will cheat. These are not just friends. These are options. These are potential opportunities. Right? If you're scared spiritually, if you're Hubert Davis, you don't want to take the last shot. (laughs) You understand? You know, you open up that opportunity for her. And if a woman so happens to cheat on a strong, good man, that's her loss. And the strong, good man, he might be disappointed, but what is he going to do? He's going to attract other high-level opportunities. It's just that simple. And I know a lot of people don't want to hear it that way. But to be honest, yo, it's okay if my woman has male friends of the opposite sex that so happen to be my friends, or they're not my friends, or they're heterosexual. It's okay. Here's the thing. You live your truth, 
you attract people who live theirs. Right? So that means she's going to be in her truth because I'm in my truth. And then you start looking at what relationships, good relationships are built on. It's built on the bedrock of mutuality, mutual respect, mutual consideration. And trust me, I learned this the hard way by doing it all wrong. I've been weak in a relationship and it turned a woman off. I've been strong in a relationship and it drew her to me closer. Right? I've been insecure about what my woman is doing before. But what I recognize is the more I'm that way, the more I bend reality into manifesting whatever fear I may have. Can my woman's close friends be my close friends as well? 1-800-920-1580. We got callers from all over the country. Atala's been on the longest. Get in here. Oh, wait a minute. When we come forward, we will talk to Atta. Listen, Prince was light years ahead of the game when he came with If I Was Your Girlfriend record. You know why it was so controversial? Because women understood. Do you know you ain't going to never be that close to me? I'm sorry. You can't be a friend like one of my girlfriends. It, let's just be honest. Can let, let, Let's just evolve the topic a little bit. I think women have closer bonds to their gender partners than they do to their men. Men represent resources, stability, the, you know, the fulfillment of expectations and options. Right. This is an option. I expect him to do this, this, that and the other. I'm dating the outcome of the expectation that the expectation produced. But my friends, they try the, the girlfriends travel with them from relationship to relationship. They usually always in the same look. Am I am I lying? one 800 Andy, I got to push back a little bit. It's fine. Come in. I think in 2023. They actually have more male friends than they have girlfriends. Ooh, you think so? 100%. Hey, I don't know how many times I didn't came across females that say, oh, I got more male friends than female friends. But I don't even think that's now. That was happening when I was a kid. Okay. All right. Yeah. And when you hear the reason for why women tend to have more male friends, women tend to tell on women. They be like, women are catty. Women are competitive. Women are, you know, they start going in on their gender partners. But guess what? They still be tight with them. Vivica Fox just admitted that same thing. A couple weeks, I don't know, she was on a podcast. She was just talking about, man, I, I can't I can't do any new female friends. And, and, and the panel asked her, well, why? Well, you know, we get too competitive. And I was like, really? That so sucks. are you saying, let me just... To tie it back in, Andy, are you saying the majority of women, the majority, have more male friends than female friends? I don't know if I can say majority, but I do. I, I feel like there's this trend. But according to you, this has been going on even since you was growing hey, up. When so, I was growing up, that was the thing. So I don't know. I don't know about majority, but I do hear it a lot. So I'm going to say out of 10 women, I'm going to go ahead and say maybe at least maybe seven of them 
feel that way. 70% from Andy. Ladies, call in and debunk this this horrible myth that Andy is propagating. Atala from Houston, Texas. Hopefully you can. What up, Ankh? How are hey, you? Hey, we're good. We're good. What are your thoughts on tonight's topic? All right. Um Wrong, <clears throat> Andy. Wrong. Uh, wrong. Love you, brother. But that ain't it. <laughs> that ain't it. Um, I have no male friends. Zero. None. Zero. Mm-mm. Nope. You're a unicorn. <laughs> nah. Well, let me tell you why. Nah, you you're why. a unicorn for sure. It's it's, it's my Leo Mars, man. If you be messing me up, let me tell you. But um, for me, I mean, I I have yet to have a genuine male friend. And what I mean by that is when I say friend, I'm talking about sharing, you know, obstacles, hopes and dreams, all that type of thing, right? The deeper level of conversations, right, that I would probably have with some of my female friends, right? Because we're friends, right? That that's, That is. Mm. For me, though, what that ends up turning into is attraction. So I personally <laughs> just kind of steer away from that type of stuff. That That ain't it for me and we're not going to be having conversations on the regular even if we do have a deep conversation it's like once in a blue moon but personally i I don't really want to know all that about you right like especially if you have a girlfriend like that that stuff you need to be sharing with her and if you're using me as some sort of escape or scapegoat we ain't doing that That, that's not happening but i mean to each his own right i mean andy raised a really good point about coming into the relationship and let's say this person already has friends of the opposite gender or whatever the case may be. I mean, that's a tough one because that person was there before you and probably got them through some rough times. But if so, they got wait, wait, hold on. They got more equity. They got more equity than you. You're the, you're their person to, to a certain point until you until you tip past that. Because as the relationship progresses, then you become that that friend or whatever the case may be. So to them that their friend once was if if things are going in the right direction right so at that point now you've tipped past that scale that maybe that friend was at which to me is where kind of the weird idiosyncrasies kind of come into play because you know there's there could be some jealousy there right but in terms of like friends it depends on how you define friend and you specified close friends in the topic Mm -hmm. if you say close I'm assuming there's some divulging of information and vulnerabilities there, mm-hmm. right? So if you're talking about a marriage, that's husband, wife, like that. It says forsake all others last time I checked. And that's none of your business, right? Right. So even even family has to respect some boundaries, right? I think it can be done when you have people that are mature and there's boundaries in place. Mm-hmm. But most people are not. And they're using their friends a lot of times as wet blanket. You know, that's that coping mechanism that's, you know, that's the pictures and, you know, items you don't want to throw away after the breakup. That's what that is. So to me, like, I don't know, like, I just personally abide by that. I do not have male friends. I have, like, again, I have yet to have an actual male friend where it doesn't develop into him later telling me some crazy. And I'm like, <laughs> what? Right, <laughs> what? right, right, like, right. That's not the time we own. But Atala. then I, I got to, you know, reject you. Huh? <laughs> she said, now I got to reject you. Atala, yes. guess what you just did? I brought Houston in the building. Houston, Texas, H-Town is in the building. If you want to bring your city in the building, you know what you got to do. Just call me, 1-800-920-1580. It's been my experience that uh, a woman with a lot of male friends, uh, I've said this years ago, 
in general, some banal. It's just been my experience that most of those women, those men, were what I call satellites. They were in orbit around her. She could be with a, a, her. She could have a man, but those dudes were in orbit as options, orbital options. She keeps tabs on them. They keep tabs on her. And you know, because I've been an orbital option before. When I was younger, I'd be like, yo, how's everything going with homeboy? Y'all good? And you know they asking her. You still with old boy? Dude on the radio, you still with him? <laughs> orbital, they're in orbit. Come on. These are orbital options. <laughs> Go ahead, The Ed. dynamic is crazy because I think men in general don't have a problem being that orbital person. But I don't know if, if women care to be that person. In other words, you know, we have no problem being a side dude ah. as opposed to the woman being a side chick. Mm, there's no, it's a culture of side women out here now. It's a culture. That's a whole nother topic. All right, here we go. When I come forward, we got Michigan, Texas, and Indianapolis in the building. Los Angeles. I need to hear from you again. Please call in. Listen, this topic is on fire. When I come forward, more of tonight's heat. A couple of weeks ago, a friend of mine called me, and um, she's getting ready to get married. And uh, she said, I just want you to answer one question for me. I thought, okay. Um, she said, we're having this intense discussion about our opposite sex friendships okay in marriage. And uh, I want to know what you think about that. And that's what I want to talk to you about today. Are opposite sex friendships okay in marriage? Uh, because this friend, she said, you know, this is somebody that I've been close to since childhood. And we're more like brother and sister, and I just, Lies. I don't know. I Lies. The thought of not being friends with him anymore it doesn't make sense to me. Lies. And I get that. I totally get that. We, we've all got friends like that. But my response to her about the friendship and carrying it into her marriage and whether or not that's okay, it is really, it all depends. And it depends a lot on your relationship with your spouse. Because most people, they don't enter into marriage, nor do they walk through marriage thinking, oh my gosh, we're vulnerable to trouble in our marriage. Most people just don't think like that. The reality is we're all vulnerable. And so what happens? Listen, hey, hour number two of the VOR. So this whole show is really a setup for tomorrow's show. 
right? Because normally I get like really hella deep and philosophical and spiritual. And this, I, I, I pulled you in today because this is the setup for tomorrow's show. And I'm not going to reveal to you what tomorrow's show is, but it is directly related to tonight's conversation. Because you can hear it. You know, I was talking to my friend and she was saying, you know, me and my guy, we're about to get married. And, you know, we were talking about, you, you know. Listen, everybody want to front like they have high standards or a high moral code or that they're actually good people. Do you know how rare, good, kind, honest truthful people are listen i'm not a bad person but i've been immoral i've been disrespectful and you could even say that at moments in my life i've been a bad person absolutely i own it but me being able to own it and more importantly be transparent about it and share it is testimony It's a testament to me being a good person. Most people put on the mask of good. Most people put on the mask of faithful. Most people, and I've worn the mask of faithful too. But I'm trying, watch tomorrow's show. I use this show to set up tomorrow. But we're still here and we have a full call bank And I want to get to it. Tonight's topic, very interesting. Can my woman's friends be my friends? Can my, and and for a woman, can your husband's close friends be your close friends? Is there a problem with that? And I'm talking about of the opposite sex. Can I be friends with your inner circle wife? Can I be inner friends with your inner circle husband? Is that healthy? Huh? Establishing and maintaining friendships with the close friends of one significant other can be a complex and delicate matter. Listen, it requires a deep, and I mean Marianas Trench deep understanding of emotional intelligence, effective communication, and the ability to address potential power dynamics and conflicts of interest. Have you ever been friends with one of your dude's friends and he felt some kind of way about it because y'all sparked it up organically? Maybe at a family get-together where everybody was there and, and the friend was there. And the next thing you know, they talking about, oh, you watch that show too? Yeah, I watched that show. And the next thing you know, they always talking at every event. I'm just asking. I, I'm just asking. Tonight's show aims to explore the guidelines that should be followed in such situations while considering the implications of monogamy ownership, and the impact of the wounded inner child on the development of genuine friendships 
with individuals of the opposite gender. Listen, if I got unhealed wounds, I'm going to feel some kind of way. If I have a maladaptive attachment style, I'm going to feel some kind of way. Right? Husband or wife goes both ways, right? How many people have a super high emotional IQ? Hmm? Emotional intelligence plays a crucial role in understanding and managing the complexities of friendships within intimate relationships. It involves recognizing and regulating one's own emotions, as well as empathizing with the emotions of others. By cultivating emotional intelligence, individuals can navigate potential conflicts, jealousy, and possessiveness that may, that may arise when their partner forms friendships with individuals of the opposite gender who also so happen to be that person's friend. How do you address the power dynamics? These my friends. Who you think you're talking to? You can't just be. Well, what are you talking to them about? What are you? Are you sharing stuff about us with my homie? Huh? 1-800-920-1580. Power dynamics can emerge when a partner forms friendships with individuals of the opposite gender who are close friends of their significant other. It is essential to address these dynamics openly and honestly by acknowledging and discussing any concerns or discomfort that may arise. Both partners can work together to establish healthy soundries that ensure emotional safety as as and uh, well-being for all parties involved. I listen. Do you really think relationships are functioning at these high levels where active listening is happening, where compassion, where consideration, where respect, where boundaries are in place? Do you really think, or do these relationships operate on autopilot like the rest of their life? one 800 We got callers from all over the country. Who's been on the longest? Heru. No, no, no. True monger. True monger's been on the longest. True monger. <laughs> Dallas, Texas. Get in here. Yes, sir. What are your thoughts on tonight's topic? Oh, man. Uh, yeah, most people will have like being friends with the opposite sex is a problem because they're still functioning off of fear. Mm. You know, if you secure about yourself and secure about the woman, y'all know how y'all get down. You're not really worried about your friends trying to do something because they're going to know there's going to be consequences if they cross the line. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And if they do try to cross that line, that means they really ain't your friend to begin with, in my opinion. <laughs> you, me, and he. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's right. That you're hundred percent right. Now, when I was with somebody, if if I or, organically got along with her friends, it was what it was. But she knew how I operate. She know how I get down. I'm not, I'm not weak minded like that. Mm. You could be the most physically attractive person, and all it's gonna take for me is to hear what comes out of your mouth, where I determine if I even consider it mm. more often than not i wouldn't mm-hmm. so mm. i don't fall for just the physical look or just the so-called attraction mm-hmm. i'm with my person for that for a reason mm-hmm. but that's who i want to be with 
I don't care if you're trying to send me or whatever. Because if you do do it, do that, and she don't notice it, I will, and I'm gonna call him out on it. That's how. That's how I will. Fine, line. And fine. If line. she's, if my friends were around her, they know not to cross that line, or they won't be around. So so what you're saying is in order for your significant other to be friends of your friends who so happen to be male men they would have to have as much respect for your relationship as y'all do. Exactly. I love it. I love it, brother. I love it. Hey, guess what you just did, True Monger? Dallas, in the building. Dallas, Texas is in the building. This is a national discussion. If you want to bring your city in the building, you know the protocol. You know what you got to do. The number to dial is 1-800-920-1580. We're on fire tonight. Let me get another caller. Uh, my brother, Heru Ali. Get in here. This is to the family of nations. Honors all. <laughs> What's up, brother? <laughs> man, good to hear from you. How you doing, brother? Oh, man, I'm all right, man. I'm still here. I'm alive. That's what's up. Hey, listen, um, in the past, you know, growing up, up to high school, first of all, I want to let you know that I haven't made uh, a lasting friendship since uh, elementary school <laughs> when it comes to me and, and, and another male. My closest male friend is uh, my cousin. We're in the same, we from the same generation. You know, Chef Keith, we cook, and hell, even... Uh, when we was in high school and graduated, and you know, I went off to the army, I introduced him to my little lady friend. And, and while I'm in basic training, her sister right me telling, you know, your cousin over here spending time with Gucci. Mm. <laughs> so, so I introduced. I'm thinking, no, the hell he ain't. Oh yeah, he it ain't hanging out. So we fell out for a couple of years after that. You know, as we grew and matured and all, that, I was like, you know what? You couldn't have done it unless you wanted it. So, you know, we ain't going to never fall out over a female ever again. Wow. On the flip side, when I met uh, my ex-wife in high school, growing up, I don't know if it's because I'm a Scorpio, most of my friends were females, and we were just friends. Mm -hmm. And I had mad love for them, got with the wife in high school. She was insecure. It's like, so I got rid of them. I was like, I can't talk to you no more. I hated that because I always wanted to check on them. So when I came back into town, I would find where they are. And somehow the, the ex-wife would always find out it would be contention. I said all that to wait, say Wait, wait, hold on, you, hold on, hold on. You always wanted to check on them. For what? What was you checking on them for? What? Listen, I, I loved them. <laughs> I wanted to, to know their progress. You know what I'm saying? This is 19, 20, 20, year one. What I did uh, come to understand, you know, being married 21 years, divorced, is like, you can't, don't burn a bridge that eventually you want to cross in the future or you need to cross in the future. They were good people. They were never any threat to the ex. And I should have never got rid of them. I should have set that boundary, but I was a clown. So wait a minute. They hold on. never burn a bridge you might need to cross in the future. Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. Never burn that bridge. Oh. You never know. They were they were great friends. 
so here's the thing. Being married, divorced, age, I'm now 50. Listen, um, with the queen, I'm not insecure. I'm not checking phones. I don't need no no passwords because at the end of the day, grown folks is going to do what grown folks is going to do. That's right. you, you can't stop it. You can't be with them 24-7. And I'm from your generation. It is what it is. Right. But listen, if, if listen, we're all, you know, near earth, you know what I'm saying, out or not. If you still out have or... uh, friends, we're out or not. <laughs> right. But but listen, are you going to dock or are you going to stay out uh, in, in, in the outer orbit and say, listen, I can give you verbal advice, but I'm not going to cross that line. It deals with respect, maturity, all of that. Once you get that, that, that sex demon in you under control, then you'll be all right. You'll be all right. Don't give up good people, you know, for what may be a temporary situation, even wow. if it's 21 years. That sounds a little pessimistic, but Heru Ali, guess what you just did? Listen, I brought the Serial City, Battle Creek, in the house. <laughs> yes, Peace sir. Battle Creek, Michigan is in the building. If you want to bring your city in the building, please call me. The number to dial is 1-800-920-1580. We are having an amazing conversation. When I come forward, I'm going to be talking to Ronan out of Indianapolis and Vanetta out of San Diego, California. Let's get it. One of the biggest questions that I hear single ask, singles ask is, can men and women really just be friends? One of the biggest questions that I hear married people ask is, can men and women really just be friends? Same question. There's a lot of ambiguity around that answer, and we haven't gotten it right. And so as an infidelity recovery specialist, (laughs) we have found that there are four classifications of an affair. The first class is what we would call the one-night stand, very physical. The second class is emotional entanglement, friend. The third class is sexual compulsion, physical. The The fourth class is what we call the marital void. So if there's a void in my marriage, I need to have that void fulfilled, and I usually form a relationship with a member of the opposite sex and have, and have an affair. Friend. So there's a high probability that you will wind up engaging in an affair relationship with a friend. So as an infidelity recovery specialist, I take people through a process called the 19 signs of a close call friendship that borders and tips to tiptoes on an affair. Let me just say this. This is important for all of you to understand. This is the perfect way to end, because I know we're short on time. This is the perfect way to end. Every single relationship on the planet Earth, whether male, female, male, male, or female, female, every single relationship is based upon some form of attraction. Now, it may not be physical. It may not be sexual, it may not be emotional, but there's something that draws and attracts you to that person. So let's just take my best friend, male. He loves history. I love history. We come together based upon that commonality. Instant chemistry, instant connection. We could talk till the sun comes up. But if I have a opposite sex friend, 
who loves history, and I love history. We have instant connection, instant rapport. We can talk till the sun comes up. Now, eventually, we know when dealing with the male-female dynamic, intimacy is the foundation of all communication. So the more that we talk about history, I'm like, wow. <laughs> we can talk about anything. I wish my wife... He's cooking! <laughs> oh, he was cooking, and I'm guilty of a lot of it. Gosh, I'm guilty of some of that stuff. Ooh, I be beating myself up over it, too. I'm guilty. I mean, I've, I've committed some of that stuff, emotional entanglement and all of that. Ah, friendships. Uh, you think it's just a friendship and, you know, man, heavy stuff tonight. We got callers and, you know, I love to get the callers and their perspectives in here, man. It's very, it's, it's riveting tonight. This is a very nuanced discussion. Ronan, Indianapolis. Get in here. <laughs> going on, though? Man, I already know you about to act up, so here we go. Uh, those four things I've been guilty of before, and that's why when it comes to uh, the question, I I prefer to have some boundaries. Because like I say with my friends, they already know how I am, so they know how to respect the space for the most part. If they don't, that's easy to you know respond to that. But sometimes, like, I see why some women have male friends technically. Um, because there's a lot of women who, um, they're questionable. Like, you start seeing your woman's vetting process. Like, uh, why is she there with her friend? And and see how much she talks so much. Because, like, uh, that little bit of advertising, some women want to see what's going on. I've seen it from personal experience. <laughs> mm, I got a question for you. Okay. What if you're in a long-term relationship with your woman, mm -hmm. she has friends of the opposite sex that she talks to, but she's mm -hmm. never told you about them. She's never introduced you to them. But you do That's know they exist. What That's is that? a problem. But talk to me about that. Why is that a problem? The reason why is like... That if you don't have that level, if you have that level of confidentiality with him, then that that leads the door open to for some invasive questioning because I have to ask. But then that's uh, well, well, that's an assumption, right? Uh -huh. You're assuming that these men that you really don't know about because she don't talk about them, uh -huh. right? But you do know they're there. You're not the only man yeah. she's talking to. You guys are not married, right? But you do know she yeah. has other male friends. She's never told you who they are. She's never given you any mm -hmm. background on who they are. But you do know she talks to other males on the phone. You're her guy, though. Mm -hmm. uh, and I, I think instinctively because I've been that guy a few times. Just hold tight. Just hold tight. When we come forward in the name of Sweet Baby Ray's Barbecue Sauce, here we come. We like to be with some. You already know what it is. My playlist is my co-host. We on fire tonight. We have a great topic. It's a heavy topic. But I'm telling you right now, it's the setup for tomorrow. Right? 
We got so many callers on the line. People want to talk. They're from all over the country. But let's get Ronan back in here to finish his final thought. Ronan, get in here and wrap up your final thought for me, brother. Okay. Just like I was saying, like when it comes to her friends, I like to keep up. I like to keep things cordial but a respectable distance because, you know, she has that level of confidentiality with them because I have my friends. And that's the other side of familiarity breeds contempt. Like if you get too familiar with her friends, that can breed insecurity and it can open the doors to a lot of things, especially when uh, her so-called friends start revealing some stuff, uh, not just about her, but, you know, but herself and how she feels. Mm. So been on, been on that playing field. It, it's been interesting. <laughs> Man, what did you just do, Ronan? I brought Indianapolis to the building. <laughs> Naptown is in the building. The reason why he's laughing is because our chat room is on complete fire. And all of the quips and quotes that it's just stuff that I can't even repeat. They're just in there going crazy. Can my woman's close friends become my close friends as well? That's tonight's topic. We're talking about can people in a committed, you know, heterosexual relationship, can their significant other have uh, friends or, you know, strike up friendships with their male or female close circle? And, you know, so many interesting points have come out. And remember, this is a national discussion. If you want to bring your city in the building, you definitely can do it. All you have to do is call the number 1-800-920-1580. I'm going to get to the callers because I want them to get their point out before I start my little diatribe. So let's do this right now. Uh, Vanetta from San Diego has been on the longest. Vanetta, get in here. Hi, so. Hey, Vanetta, what are your thoughts on tonight's topic? Um, It's a good topic. And I think it's okay. It's okay for your um, husband to have female friends. It's okay for the wife to have male friends. As long as they respect each other's boundaries. Absolutely. I think, think, yes, for grown-ups, when you grown spiritually, mentally, physically, psychologically, emotionally, when you're grown... This is not a problem. I, no, it isn't. Yeah, but I do think grown is rare. What are your thoughts? Well, that's true because some people that are grown are really not grown. They Ooh. act very immature. And <laughs> uh, come on, then. But, but you wouldn't know those kind. You wouldn't know. I, I if, wouldn't know. Well. I mean, the wife or the husband would know. Like, ah, for instance, yes. if the husband have female friends that are immature, mm. that um, then it's possible there's no boundaries either. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's possible that it could be more than just a friendship. Uh, or it could even lead to other things like drama. A lot of times uh, men and women have friendships but they're they're speaking on things that the wife might not even supposed to know about the husband and shouldn't know Mm, so so that's why i say 
it should be boundaries. Absolutely. Because if I don't, there's some things I would not want to know. Some experiences that he and his female friends may have had in the past. I don't need to know that. And I don't want to know that. Right. And especially if it's going to cause problems in our relationship. So. No, that's a good point. That's a, they have to be mature. That's a good point. Vanetta, guess what you just did? I just brought San Diego by way of Atlanta. San Diego by way of the A is in the building. If you want to bring your city in the building, you know what you got to do. You know who I'm finna go to. And I said finna. You know who I'm about to go to. I'm staying on point. LBC in the building. Get in here. What's good? Alafia family. Alafia. My apologies from being late to class. I was at work. That's all right. Um, uh, I really don't have female friends. Why? And the female friends that I do have, they were raised with brothers mm-hmm. like I was. Mm-hmm. I find it more easy or easier to deal or have friends that are males simply because of how I was raised. I need the logic brain. Hmm. <laughs> to me, females, they can get emotional and all out of pockets and all out of sorts, and I don't have time for that. Hmm. Not saying that I don't get emotional, but how I handle my emotions are more close to a male, per se, than a woman. Tell us more and about as, why you don't want to chill with your 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 gender mate, your gender partner. Because they're out of pocket. What makes them out of pocket? Just their thought process. What's wrong you with know? their thought process? <laughs> well, let's just take for today's time. You know, uh, the the female species. Are they're looking to dig into a male's pocket and get him for all that he has? That's not not cool for me. Hmm. I was raised on get your own, bring something to the table, not just yourself. But that's not all females, right? You talking about not nah, some, but all some, okay. but all. Okay, all right, all right. some, but all. But see, my thing is. I also work in a barbershop. So when I am in a relationship, that person that I am with, they have to be confident enough to deal with that. I work in a prominent black historical barbershop. Yes. Right. All day. But it's also up to me on whether or not I am making my man feel insecure. The my coworkers, they know they are big brothers to me and nothing more. So now I got to hit you in the head with a scenario. <laughs> I got to hit you in the head with a scenario. Yes. You're a part of a, a culture of people, a group of people, right? Mm-hmm. I, don't know, I don't know what you guys do. You guys maybe, maybe y'all golf and you guys always see each other. There's husbands and wives and couples and people who are not married but are together the whole nine yards. Mm-hmm. One couple is headed for divorce. Mm-hmm. Is it okay 
for one of the men in that pre-existing co- uh, community to holla at the not quite yet out of it woman. Absolutely not. Talk to me to about it. Cold. Talk you to me. You have to stay on cold. <laughs> like I said, I was I was predominantly raised with men. You know, my brothers and their friends. And so I would I was allowed to be amongst their conversations and what was not tolerated was not dipping in other people's Kool-Aid. That's it. Or at least you have to stay pour, on the, pour the Kool-Aid out, wash out the pitcher, <laughs> and then make your own well, Kool-Aid. I, but look, there are some instances where, you know, you, you if you get permission, then go ahead. If you get permission, that's the man way. If you get if you get permission, but it doesn't matter if that person is is they've been divorced. They they haven't spoken to each other in ten years. If you have not gotten permission, you breaking code and you are in violation. The code of the community. Yes. I love it. Guess what you just did? I brought the LBC in the building. LBC in the building. If you want to bring your city. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Watts is in the building. When we come forward, we're going from the LBC to Watts. Let's go. We We got the same good taste. When he's gone on his business trip. Ladies and gentlemen, my playlist is my co-host, man. That Bobby Womack was a fool for that one. <laughs> he was a wild boy for that. Lord have mercy. Let me get my final caller in here tonight. Juliet out of Watts. Get in here. Watts up. What's up, reparations for our ancestors and righteous elders, and I love you so you're the voice of reason. Thank you, sister. I appreciate it. What are your thoughts on tonight's it's, topic? It's my loved one, Andy, there, too. I want to say hello to him. Yes, Andy is here. He just said, what's up to you? All right, all right. Listen, I come from a family. My mother had five boys and four girls, and I'm in the middle. It's four over me and four under me. Mm-hmm. My father had some other kids, too, so all together it's nine boys and eight girls. I'm smack dab in the middle. We had to grow. I I had to have. Uh, they had to. I had to be chaperoned. So so a lot of people that know me, they treat me like a sister. I know a lot, and my brothers and nephews are, and my son are so close to me because I can talk to them. Because I liked to hanging out with the boys back then. I was born in '61. Mm-hmm. My mother was a Black Panther, a nurse that did the sickle cell testing, and she was, she had friends in the motorcycle club, and she played the piano in the church or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, with that being said, we come from when we had communities, you know what I mean? And I trust a lot of men, and a lot of men trust me. And women, uh, I got a lot of sisters, so we deal with all kinds of issues. But see, Hunger was talking about being emotional. I've learned how to not be emotionally driven and be spiritually led. Mm, mm, I hear and, you. And, and, and your spirit, like you was talking about, you know how you get that, that aura, that vibe that you give out. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't even have to say no means no. People know when you grow up. I don't like people, new people, really. I don't. Cause I, love, I love everybody, especially back. Uh, I ain't trying to trip, though, but just that it is what it is. And I, I don't like people. 
Okay. Yeah. Look, I'm in the middle, so I've seen a lot of bull crap, but I'm coming up. Well, I'm glad you like, hey, Juliet, I'm glad you like me. And guess what you just did? Brought L.A. Watson. I'm I'm from the law. I'm from the law. There we go. L.A. Watts is in the building. Listen, if you want to bring your city in the building, all you got to do is call us at 1-800-920-1580. Heavy topic tonight. Listen, it takes maturity. It takes respect. It takes consideration. It takes, you know, a, a sense of morality to be okay. Uh, confidence, self-assuredness, right? To be okay uh, with your significant other having friends of the opposite sex. But like I said to you guys earlier in this hour, this show is going to transition into tomorrow's show. And... And I did it on purpose. I use this show as the setup for tomorrow's topic. But let me give you this. Navigating friendships with the close friends of one significant other, it requires a delicate balance of emotional intelligence. And that's something we all need to work on. We all need to work on our communication skills. And we have to learn how to establish healthy boundaries if we're going to be you know, integrating our inner circle in terms of our friends with our intimate life. I I still believe that there should be a certain level of separation, right? Yes, you're supposed to have some close people uh, in your circle that, you know, know your wife or, you know what I mean? But they know her like, oh, that's, that's Zoe's wife. But they should know us through her. Do you see? They should know our issues through her and vice versa, right? Uh, Her friends shouldn't know us through me. I think that's a breach of the trust. Um, And, you know, it always feels awkward if you go around your girlfriend or your your woman's, uh, say, her inner circle, and they all got the screw face. Well, where did they get the screw face from? They got it from your woman because your woman is talking to them about us. And I think that that's a breach as well. So, again, balance, man. Listen to what I'm saying. There has to be balance. And more than balance, there has to be mutual respect. Your woman has to respect you enough to not divulge who you are, what you are, right, Uh, to, you know, the opposite sex. Now, let me just say this. Does that apply? Listen to what I'm about to say. Does that apply to therapists of the opposite sex? Does that apply to spiritual advisement of the opposite sex? Do you understand what I'm saying? Like, You may have to go talk to a spiritualist that is a woman about your issue with your woman. Does that still apply? They'll say, well, that person is not your friend. But what if that person is your friend and they're qualified to help navigate you through this problem? Ah, Atala said, hey, that's different. I think it's different. But what do you think? Listen, I love starting the discussion and I love throwing it back on you because I want you 
to finish it. Listen, up next, you already know who's coming in here. My friend, your friend, and she's got a fire show as well. Of course, it's RSVP with Jill Monroe. Listen, I'll be back tomorrow with not necessarily a part two, but boy, tomorrow going to be different. When we come forward, the voice of reason shall keep cooking.